My little love muffins from all around the big, the big blue world. This is your hostess, Miss Tiffany Morgan, coming to you live from Kingston, Ontario, Canada, the home of limestone and the home to me, Miss Tiffany Morgan. That's right. That's right. What is Breakfast with Tiffany? Well, Breakfast with Tiffany is a kind of live recorded podcast, radio show. Well, first, let's let's focus on the radio first. <laughs> Uh, I record this from uh, what I call Sweet Pea Studios, which is my living room. <laughs> and I get broadcast on the airwaves in Kingston, Ontario, on CFRC 101.9 FM, and also on CFRC.ca, and also on my podcast on uh, Tiffany.com. That's T by F F A N I E.com. But what is Tiffany? Who is Tiffany? Tiffany is a, a gardening drag queen here in Kingston. I've uh, been doing this for over 20 years, drag gardening. I've been gardening since I was this tall. <laughs> this tall. <laughs> and uh, and because I do this live on my social medias, record this live on my social medias, all my friends get to, get to throw some chats in here. So, uh, for instance, a friend is like, yay, it's Tiffany. My, now my day is complete. Yes, your day is now complete. <laughs> They're a little bit shady, some of my friends out there, too. Sweet Peas, how are you doing? How are you holding up? How did you... So, we I talk about, quite often, gardening on this program. Wow, you know, Drag Queen Gardener talking about gardening. E-gads, exactly. Gasp, gasp. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Mother Nature kind of threw us a little bit of a curveball there, didn't she? Uh this uh this past long weekend with the uh with snow 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 and cold temperatures suddenly um yeah for like a good week we had temperatures nighttime temperatures in downtown kingston of above zero celsius so above freezing i don't know what that is for fahrenheit but anyway um i grew up i grew up in the celsius this households the metric system there, too. It took me a long time to figure out, you know, feet and inches. <laughs> because they didn't teach it in school. You had to learn it yourself. <laughs> Even though everywhere it's still a metric when it comes to, like, you know, building things like, you know, two by four. It's not like, you know, 250 mil by 300 mil. It's a two by four, two inches by four inches sort of thing, you know. Uh, so, yeah, anyway. <laughs> so... Uh, why, why am I going down that diatribe? I have no idea why. I have no idea. But Mother Nature threw us a curveball. Suddenly, we had nighttime temperatures of below zero. It did concern me a bit. Uh, not because of the spring bulbs, because I'll show you, uh, for the viewers out there who are watching this live, um, I will show you some pictures, but we'll, we'll talk about it, too, for the radio listeners out there, because, uh, there's a lot of... There's a lot of springtime bulbs that are now growing and or blooming right now, too. Hmm. Uh, some of my neighbors have some amazing things growing. But, uh, you know, this this uh, sudden cold spell of nighttime temperatures below zero, that's okay. Because some people ask me, they're like, oh, no, what about what about my tulips? What about my my squill, my Scylla Siberica? Is the, that's the Latin, uh, the botanical name. Scylla Siberica. 
uh, is uh, the squill. What is squill? It's a short, it's a short little plant. It it has uh, it naturalizes on most people's lawns. If you see someone's lawn at this time of year and it's just a sea of blue and purple, purplish bluish color, it's more than likely squill, the Scilla siberica. And that's currently in bloom, uh, starting to get crazy in my backyard right now, in Tip's garden. And uh, oh, I do love it. It's like a pop of, like, color, pop of color out of, like, the doldrums, the doldrums. Also, the leaves are green, too, which is really nice, too, to see some green growth. It's nice to see that, you know, us gardeners, we, and any anyone, too, like, you know, Getting out into nature, it's, there there is benefits of of just taking that moment, getting some fresh air, seeing some green, seeing some blooms. There's a, a, a lot of documented evidence that that helps to uh, with stress levels, with with you know, um, just uh, well, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I don't know where I'm going with that, but <laughs> but. Don't worry about it. These plants are adapted to these issues. Like if it, if it's suddenly like minus five, don't worry. These plants are adapted to it. They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. Now, as for you, if you took your baby, maybe tomato seedlings outdoors <laughs> and it went down to minus zero, uh, they're not they're not adapted for that. <laughs> they're not adapted for that. The bulbs that are in the ground that are growing, they're adapted for that right now. So don't worry. Don't worry. But yeah, uh, for me, I was starting to worry a little bit out there, sweet peas. Because I have potted up uh, some of my dahlia tubers. So dahlias are these lovely flowers. And they come in different shapes and sizes. Uh, but they, def- uh, they bloom late in... Well, it, it really depends on when you plant them. But quite often they're a late summer blooming, and they go all the way into the first frost sort of thing, all the way to like you know the next next winter sort of thing. Uh, they uh, originate from uh, Mexico area, <laughs> so they are not uh, they are not hardy for the cold climates. Although I have been told that uh, you know some in some places in uh, in Great Britain, mostly southern England sort of parts. Uh, some of them don't dig the dahlia tubers out. They uh, they let them, f- they do get frost and they do die back all the way to the ground, but the ground doesn't freeze in those areas, so they just leave them there. But uh, but no, you can't leave them here out outside in the winter here in Kingston, Ontario, because they will freeze solid and and die. They will die. Uh, so you take the tubers in and in in over the winter. You store them in paper bags like you do, like some potatoes or a bag of onions or something. You store them. And then uh, come springtime, then you pot them, you put them into some soil, and you start getting them growing. Well, I was a little worried because I have about six of them potted up already outside in the greenhouse. Thank goodness they were in the greenhouse because the greenhouse didn't experience any freezing temperatures cross fingers <laughs> luckily luckily but they were also uh they also haven't grown uh any shoots yet uh they're just in the soil just with some moisture they'll start growing some feeder roots and then they'll send the shoots up and uh and yeah looking forward to that but uh i hope they do that soon because <laughs> these tomatoes these tomatoes need to get to the greenhouse 
uh, soon, soon. <laughs> I may have to plant them out there. I was hoping to plant uh, my tomato seeds come um, a May 2-4 weekend in the greenhouse. But I'm starting to wonder if I need to do that before then, before then. Uh, what am I talking about? Tomatoes. Well, <laughs> if you don't know, I challenged Carson Arthur, TV gardener, uh, to a tom- heaviest tomato growing contest. And I'm winning. I'm winning. Like, between the, the two of us, we have a competition between the two of us. But he's also extended that. He contacted his friends at Craftsman Tools. Um you know, and really amazing. So if you grow the heaviest tomato, post it on social media, all that kind of stuff, you could win a prize from Craftsman uh, Tools, which is, like, really awesome. But I'm winning this competition. And uh, But let's just take a quick look at my little seedling. I, I brought two of them down. I brought two of them down. So this... <laughs> Anyone who's watching this on video, are there, like, Tiffany, what's going on? This <laughs> seedling, it's lost its juvenile leaves. The juvenile leaves just uh, shriveled off and, and fell. Um, and if you look at the adult leaves, uh, a little discoloration. It's not really, really green. <sighs> it's my shame. It's my shame. So this is the church tomato tomato seedling. This is a church tomato seedling. Church is a heirloom variety. produces one to two pound fruit. And I've grown it before and I loved it. It was good flavor. It was a big old made enough sauce for one person. I loved it. One tomato. <laughs> so I thought we'll grow it again. Well, this discoloration of the um, of the adult leaves, like, they're kind of they're, they're still green, but they're oops, Leaning towards the yellow. Sorry, I lost a bit of dirt out of there. I leaned the pot over too much. Um, That means I was a little bit uh, neglectful on the feeding. If you remember correctly, we started our tomato seeds in a tomato growing medium that we uh, proprietary bought. Uh, That growing medium for seedling growing medium... Uh, is low in nutrients. So once it starts, they start developing their adult leaves, you need to start feeding. I did not feed early on. That is my fault. Um, so those leaves have that color. Um, we are now going we are now in a feeding regime <laughs> once a week and uh, that should hopefully correct itself. But if you notice how tall it is, uh, I don't know it's like three inches tall, like maybe a little bit no, that's taller than. Yeah, that's about four inches tall. Um, and the leaves seem to be um, conical, like they're pointing upward. Now, these are under a grow light, and they're like maybe like an inch right above the grow light. I was starting to get worried. I was starting to get worried that um, the grow light, because it's a fluorescent tube, I was starting to worry that maybe the fluorescent tube had given up the ghost. I've been told that fluorescent tubes, they lose... Um, uh, they they lose their vigor, I suppose, that for the full spectrum sunlight, the full spectrum sunlight, which you know, like uh, tomatoes and any kind of baby um, um, plants need, like the full spectrum. They need the reds, they need the uh, violets, they need the blues, that sort of thing. When we say full spectrum, I mean, you know, like when when you know that sunlight actually is made up 
of many all the colors of the rainbow sort of thing right so that's what we mean by full spectrum so um yeah those bulbs may not be full spectrum anymore i should i i, I was a little worried about that but a friend of mine is also growing church tomatoes and his uh and he has got full-on like proper led grow like you know brand new led grow kind of lights and they are doing the same sort of habit so i can only assume that this is a a, a growing habit of the church tomato that their leaves are kind of pointed upwards i can only assume that <laughs> It's, it's, you know, when we talk gardening, Sweepies, it's, it's, it's science. <laughs> it's observation and deduction from the observation. It's science. It's science. <laughs> Sweepies, you're listening to Breakfast with Tiffany. With me, Miss Tiffany Morgan, gardening drag queen extraordinaire here in Kingston uh, on CFRC 101.9 FM, also on my podcast, on tiffany.com yeah that's right that's right so that's my church tomato and then this is this is the prize winner so i got competitive and i bought uh, seeds uh called big zack and big zack can produce up to like five pound tomatoes so between me and carson this is the winner baby this is the winner baby um looking at it it's um i uh, we got one or two roots. Ooh, I'm getting soil on my computer. Uh, Rick, we have a couple of roots pointing out of the bottom of this little pot already. It's like about an inch and a half pot. Um, you know, we, we may have to uh, pot these up into s larger pots before they get into the greenhouse. Uh, but it still has the uh, juvenile, the um, juvenile leaves here. The uh, what is it? what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, whatever, baby leaves. Um, but then it also has the adult leaves growing there too. And, uh, and yeah, so, and, and it's got a good color to it. The, um, the, uh, uh, juvenile leaves are starting to change color. They're going to drop shortly, but the adult leaves are looking really good. Um, so I got, uh, I got to them just in time, just in time. Uh, and these are going to be the winners, baby. These are going to be the winners. People are asking me, they're like, they're like, oh my God, is it too late? Is it too late to start? No, it's not too late, sweet peas. It's not too late to start growing your own. It's not. Um, you know, like buy some seeds today. Start growing those tomatoes. Uh, it's interesting because, uh, you know, I mentioned it to all my friends. I, like, you know, I, as a gardener, I have a lot of gardening friends. I mentioned, you know, tomato contests with them, and they're like, oh, well, well, whatever. And then I mentioned the prize, the potential prize, you know, like, you could. And then they're like, oh, let's, let's start growing. I'm like, yeah, start growing, start growing. Uh, <laughs> and only because growing, too, is, is, is a great thing. Growing your own uh, is is very rewarding anyone out there who grows their own knows how rewarding it is to to pick a tomato off a vine that you've grown and how juicy and flavorful that is don't put it in the fridge pick it eat it right away sort of thing don't put it in as soon as you put it in the fridge it just loses its flavor um but sweet peas i'm going to share uh some um uh, some uh, some photos with those who are watching me <laughs> Uh, so we got some photos of the Psilocybirica. So, like I said, they're they're just opening up. 
and uh, they it's like a dark blue almost purple kind of color it's really just I love them they just naturalize in they naturalize in lawns you see it quite often in a lawn they'll you see the blue and stuff for like that and then you can mow over them once they're done it's that's completely okay <laughs> they see it all over the place they find themselves all over the place um also speaking about things that find themselves I didn't plant these things. The bleeding heart somehow <laughs> arrived in my garden a couple years ago. <laughs> Let's say about five years ago. They just showed up. They just showed up. They uh, One of them expanded from the neighbor's um, bleeding heart. And then I have a couple that are just growing from... They must produce seed, and they must be growing from the seed. It's just... It's just crazy. It's just crazy. So those plants, they're about, you know, six inches tall right now. And yeah, they're okay from the from the winter uh, little blip that we had there. Ooh, cold, cold, cold snow. Snow. What's up with the snow? And also, um, <clears throat> so I have um, quite a few planters, plastic planters. They were like the first things that I bought when I first bought the house here um, over 10 years ago. Uh, because I wanted to do gardening in, in the planters. I wanted to do um, container gardening. And they did fairly well. You know, I actually grew some corn in some of these big old pots. Uh, not very well. <laughs> the corn cobs were, you know, like three inches sort of thing. And, of course, the raccoons got them. Because raccoons like corn. Um, but, uh, then throughout the years, they turned into, um, the, the planters for the dahlias. I love growing dahlias. Like, you know, they, they just look much better in a big old planter sort of thing. Um, uh, but these planters are starting to die. They're, you know, they have, they're plastic. They have an expiration date, you know. Uh, so, uh, luckily I found these half barrels that people were selling out of the back of their truck. <laughs> You can find, uh, they're on Facebook Marketplace, so you can find out when they're going to be in the, your neighborhood selling half barrels. Uh, these were clearly um, used for some sort of high alcohol content, like a whiskey or something, because the insides are charred, and that's a very uh, typical kind of whiskey kind of uh, uh, thing to do. Anyway, so they're, they're going to be my replacements. Now, a neighbor said, oh, are you going to line them? And I'm like, oh, I guess I should. <laughs> They're oak. They should last when you put, you know, just soil into them. But they will, will last longer if you line them. So I'm like, Ugh, I guess I'm going to have to line them. I'm going to have to line them. I'm not too sure with what. Well, <laughs> whatever I can find at the dollar store, I suppose. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. And then, um, you know, because of the weekend, it was the weekend, like, it was Easter weekend. Did you enjoy your Easter weekends? I made myself a, a little turkey, um, breast, and some stuffing, you know, some corn for myself and my roommate, too. Um, you know, <laughs> that's, that's the life of a single drag queen. <laughs> you cook for yourself. I also started up some of my rachinus. Rachinus is a castor bean. Uh, is the common name castor bean, and it's a quite the foliage plant. Uh, I like growing them because they're very tropical looking. They have these huge palmate kind of leaves. Uh, one variety called New Zealand has a, it's very purple. Even the stem is purple. And then uh, Zingzaburiensis, 
Zinzimbrarians. <laughs> Forget, forgive my language. Uh, but that is a, a green, but larger. And uh, I do like growing them. I, I give them away to some friends of mine. Some people don't like growing them because they are um, they are toxic to uh, to animals. Uh, but that's why I grow them. <laughs> well, you, you don't eat the leaves. It's toxic to humans, too. <laughs> don't eat the leaves or the beans or anything. But uh, that's why I like growing them, because they're very tropical looking. And the squirrels and the chipmunks and the raccoons will not touch it. They will not touch it. I talk about it in a video on my YouTube. You, sh you should check out my YouTube channels. Check out my Instagrams and all that. Please do if <laughs> check out my Instagram and hit follow. I have I'm obsessed with trying to get more followers. Uh, shame, no shame. <laughs> and uh, oh, and here's uh, the rest of the, t the tomatoes. I'm showing a photo of the rest of the tomatoes. Uh, and yeah, they they do seem to be have a little bit of a quite a bit of a stem to them. Again, maybe that's the grow light. They are in a south-facing window, so they do get some supplemental sunlight, which is always a good thing, too. Um, but the secret, the secret to tomato growing when you start them indoors as little babies like this, or even if you buy them from a greenhouse, even if you buy them from a greenhouse and plant them and grow them yourself, you know, that you can totally do that, sweet peas. You can totally do that for this contest, or just do it, for, just do it because you love growing. Um, but you can plant all the way up to the next leaf. All right, let me, uh, oh, I almost forgot about that one. Yeah. So <laughs> you can plant them all the way up to the next leaf in the, uh, in the garden bed or in your greenhouse or in your planter. You can do that. And what will happen is that the stem under the soil will grow new roots and some tomato grower, um, Competitive tomato growers say that that makes a stronger plant, uh, bigger fruit. Also helps keep the plant nice and stable, too, when you plant it a little bit deeper. Uh, but you can do that with tomatoes. You can't do that with every plant. You can do that with tomatoes. <laughs> but beyond tomato, talking about tomatoes, beyond gardening, let's talk drag. Let's talk drag, sweet peas. Because this last weekend, this last weekend, yours truly, Miss Tiffany Morgan, uh, had the uh, the blessing. It was it was it was a it was a pure blessing to do what we believe is the first drag show in Napanee. We believe it was the first drag show in Napanee. Uh, it was a fundraiser for the brand new organization of uh, a Greater Napanee Pride, Greater Napanee Pride, and yeah. Yeah, it was it was a hoot, sweet peas. It was a, sold out within the first two weeks. So everyone who there were people who were like, oh, I just need one more ticket. I just need. I'm like, I can't help you. I, I'm not the organizer, a, and I can't help you. <laughs> but that show was just jam packed full of people. We were at their. We were in kind of like a banqueting area of the, of the rink. <laughs> what is that? Strathcote, no, what is it called? Anyway, uh, I, it'll, after this program, I'll be like, oh, it was that place. Anyway, 
and uh, yeah, we had so, uh, we uh, not just so I hosted. They they were like, "Oh, Tiffany, can you host?" I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> yes, I can." <laughs> so I hosted the evening with some amazing performers. So uh, Rowena Way, you know, Queen of Weed herself. We we love her. She I I do a radio. Uh, sorry, I do a podcast with her called What's the Maple Tea. Uh, we do lots of shows together. So Rowena Way. And then we also had a J.D. Merci from Ottawa. Amazing performer. I, we've met before uh, out of drag. And uh, I just loved her. I was like, you're going to make amazing drag queen. And yes, they do. Uh, she's uh, Octavia. No. <laughs> That's her hashtag. She's Octavia. But Octavia who originally uh, is a, is an immigrant to Napanee, uh, uh, but lives in Napanee with her partner, uh, originally from Brazil, uh, started drag here in Canada, though, and oh my gosh, she's she's an amazing performer. <laughs> Octavia, uh, okay, uh, uh, that starts with okay. Anyway, <laughs> where am I going with that? I don't know. And then we have Holly Cow, Holly Cow, uh, from Ottawa area. She's born and raised in the valley, <laughs> in Ottawa Valley. Um, insert jokes there. No, I'm teasing, I'm teasing, I'm teasing. I love her to bits. She was, is uh, an amazing performer as well. They were all just amazing, amazing performers. I love them all. And um, we raised some money for Greater Napanee Pride. And Sweet Peas, uh, let me tell you, Greater Napanee Pride is going to be, like, amazing this year. So it's happening the first weekend of June. There's other events. There's even more drag shows that are going to be happening that first weekend of June. Tickets have not started selling yet. But it's going to be in the big theater. It's going to be in the big arena so that you're going to have, like, you know, opportunity for, I don't know, a 1,000 people. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's going to be a lot of people there. A lot of drag queens and drag performers there as well. I don't know if I can, I'm allowed to say who's all going to be there, but there's some big, big names. <laughs> but all great performers, all great performers. Big names, all amazing performers. Yeah, it's it's really nice to hear how the city uh, of Napanee, uh, I know, I know some people are like, city in greater Napanee, I believe they're, yeah, they're a city, right? <laughs> Let's just, they're a city. They're so supportive of the Pride Pride Committee that uh, there, there's even going to be, you know, those little signs on lampposts and stuff like that. They're going to, the city's doing that. They, uh, sorry, the, the committee raised enough money to buy enough of those and the city's going to put them up and all that. Like, like we're talking, this is their first Pride and it's going to be insane uh, how much support there's happening going on. And I'm really, really, really proud of that. Uh, Kingston Pride is is definitely around the corner as well. Uh, that's later in June, I believe, June 18th, like that whole week, that whole week of uh, of June 18th, I believe. Uh, the, there will be ticket. The boat cruise will be announced soon. <laughs> um, I hope I'm not sharing uh, confidential information. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, look out for those tickets soon. <laughs> those tickets will be coming up soon. Because Pride is just around the corner. June is just around the corner. May is just around the corner, Sweet Peas. It's, like, insane. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get prepared. June is gonna be busy drag month. A very, very busy drag month. I'm doing shows all over the place. Napanee, Kingston. Where else am I doing shows? I don't know. 
Uh, but if we go to dragshow.ca, that's dragshow.ca, uh, all the drag shows that I know of, I post on drag. That, that is my website, Sweet Peas. I post all those drag shows on there. So um, Rowena's doing at Spearhead on April 23rd, Dragging Disney. It's going to be a Disney kind of themed show, uh, and that's April 23rd. There's Bingo at Daft Brewing on the 28th of April. And also there's going to be at Stone City Ale. So it's going to be Drag Night with Rowena Way and me. <laughs> I'll be there. But Sweet Peas, I got to go. I gotta go. I'm out of time. So I give you my love. Mm -hmm. You stay safe now.